Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! It's always a work in progress to see how it looks on the TV. We got a whole collection of art. I got a new chair. We're redecorating all over the place. It's good to be here. What's up, everybody? Happy Tuesday. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. This is Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. If you haven't been following along, I'm uh, in the process of basically moving back into my own home. <laughs> my uh, my partner, my girlfriend, she's moving in at the current moment. And so we repainted the whole inside. We're doing a whole uh, carpet cleaning, yada, 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 resituating all the furniture. We had to get pretty much everything out of there, especially off the walls and, uh, you know, meshing of 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 things. And so I have so much cool sports art, I figured... Might as well bring it into the studio for everybody to enjoy. So anybody that's watching on SWX or the ESPN MT app uh, over by, I guess, on your TV side, the, my left shoulder, but it's actually my right shoulder, uh, that's where we're going to be going to be displaying uh, a bunch of stuff. So that's sort of uh, the way that this is going down. I, got, uh, I have this nice office chair that I never use at my house. <laughs> so I was like, well, where do I usually do my office work? Because I, I do do a fair amount of computer work at the house, but I sit at the kitchen table because don't we all? <laughs> You have a desk, you got an office chair, of course you sit at the kitchen table. Just how it goes. I don't know. Just seems to be the trend. So I figured, 
why don't I just bring this chair in here? It's a lot better, and then I can sit. So I'm also just, you know, trying to see how we look on TV. We got a whole bunch of new uh, stuff coming up here for you on the visual display, and uh, hopefully by now you know. <laughs> What's the old joke? Face for radio. Uh, this is certainly a radio show on television, although we do, uh, you know, really appreciate any and everybody that's tuning in, uh, you know, on our state-wide television audience. Ton to get to today. Uh, in about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, Adam Jones will be on the show with us live. So he'll be entering here in the midst of this first segment. Adam Jones, a recent graduate of Missoula Sentinel, an outstanding athlete there at Sentinel uh, in a variety of sports, football. He also is a great hockey player, a great Missoula Mavericks pitcher. And uh, also this last year went out for track and actually did pretty darn good uh, on the track uh, in the sprints. Not that unexpected, considering he's so fast, but it was fun to watch his times improve uh, throughout the year. But he's headed to Montana State next week, actually, uh, to play football for the Bobcats. So uh, I caught up with him for a minute on the sh- at the Shrine game yesterday. We talked to him for about 90 seconds post-game after he scored two touchdowns. But after the interview got done, I said, hey, man, you should come on before you leave. And he's like, okay, well, I'm leaving next week, so we got to do it now. So uh, he's coming uh, over here in about uh, 15 minutes. So we'll uh, talk to Adam Jones, part of our senior spotlight. We also have our Treasure State Stars highlighting some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana. We also have a couple gentlemen from uh, the Montana Skate Park Association. Madness in the Mountains is kicking off. This is a summer-long fundraiser of sorts as well as competition, so we'll get you all filled in. But uh, Montana Skate Park Association, a relatively new organization, but a good one. I mean, having more things outside for kids to do is is a good thing. It's it's, it's a great thing this day and age. So that'll uh, those guys will swing by uh, about 4:30. Then uh, top of the hour, we had a business angle last week, but so much happened since last week, namely San Diego State basically divorcing the Mountain West and declaring free agency basically as an athletic department. That's unprecedented territory really. Is it the beginning of a trend? What does San Diego State stand to benefit from this if they end up uh, in a different conference, namely the Pac-12? That's what what uh, the whispers were and what the roars are now, that San Diego State will certainly be the apple of the Pac-12's eye. But there's got to be movement before that. But we're running out of time. June 30th, the date, uh, sort of for conference membership renewal. I didn't even know that was a thing. But San Diego State's going to owe $34 million if they don't resign from the Mountain West next Friday. Uh, but then still resign. And if they resign any time in the next 10 days before next Friday, that uh, resignation fee $17 million instead of $34 million. So they'll save about half the cost. So Justin and I discussed that during the business angle, the overlay between business and sports. And then we got a few more uh, tidbits on the Shrine game. A couple, uh, one of the great moments of the Shrine game was when a couple of the Bitterroot Valley's best football players hooked up for a touchdown. Pat Duchesne, the quarterback from Florence, uh, hit Eli Taylor, the wide receiver from Hamilton. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And we caught up with each of those guys. So we'll share that with you uh, before the afternoon is finished. And I also have a couple of questions if we can get to it. Um, one's about Lionel Messi, one's about Chris Paul. And uh, one's about the College World Series. So if we can get to those, uh, we certainly will. But we begin today, show outlook there uh, here on Nuanas Now. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. You can always stream the show, 1029 ESPN Radio uh, or 1029ESPN.com. You can also uh, always use the ESPN MT app. And if you want to be a part of the show, remember this number, 406 406- 888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests join us 
via the Rankage Brothers RV phone line. You're going to want to remember that because we also have some free Taglieri Deli coming up about 445 uh, as well. So stay tuned for that. The news of the day yesterday, this came right in the midst of this show, so we weren't really able to put it into perspective other than just to, to pass the news along. But Jim Brandenburg, the uh, former head coach of the University of Montana, who then reached great fame as the head coach of Wyoming in the 1980s, uh, and then also finished his career there at San Diego State, uh, right before Steve Fisher, right before San Diego State really took off uh, as a basketball program. Jim Brandenburg uh, finished his, his coaching career there. Brandenburg then spent the last about 30 years in retirement, and uh, yesterday he died at the age of 87. Brandenburg was a uh, one of the top assistants in the big sky and Judd Heathcote's top assistant from 1970 to 1976. Then when Heathcote famously went to Michigan State, uh, Brandenburg took over. He was short-lived as the head coach at Montana because he won 22 games uh, the uh, his second year there at uh, at the helm for the Grizzlies. And went to the NCAA tournament, and then boom, he's at Wyoming. He led Wyoming to um, three NCAA tournaments, two other NIT appearances. They played for the NIT championship one year. They also went to the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament one year. Uh, They won, I believe, four NCAA tournament games under Jim Brandenburg. So great uh, success there at Wyoming. That's probably where he's best remembered on a national level. But he's remembered here in the state of Montana and here as I sit in the city of Missoula as one of the... Uh, members and one of the early on members of the Grizz coaching tree. University of Montana has one of the richest lineages for head men's basketball coaches. We did a podcast series back in 2018 chronicling that coaching tree. Grizz greats the coaching tree. One of my favorite things we've ever put together. Jim Brandenburg was one of our esteemed guests. Here's an excerpt on the former Montana head coach who passed away yesterday at the age of 87. And while he was there, and and while you and Judd Heathcote were doing it, the deepest run in the NC2A tournament in the history of the University of Montana went to the Sweet 16 in 1975. What do you remember about that season in particular and that tournament run? I remember it just like it was yesterday, to tell you the truth. It's in Portland, in Portland, Oregon, and, uh, you know, we had beaten a, a couple of pretty good teams uh we had to play in against uh, Utah State. Then uh, beat, uh, I think Oregon. I think we beat Oregon State, and then we ended up playing uh, for an opportunity to go into the NCAA, you know, tournament uh, or continue on the uh, the NCAA tournament with UCLA. And and that's you know, Wooden. That was his last year, and and that was going to be his tenth, you know, NCAA championship. And so. We just were wondering how we were going to do versus a, a team like UCLA, and we got into the game, and and you know we could play with them, and so with about I think with three minutes and twenty seconds to go, we're up three on John Wooden and UCLA with three minutes and twenty seconds to go, and uh, and of course this is a biased look at it, but whistle, whistle, whistle and put down to the free throw line and and so we went from a three-point lead to uh, losing the lead to ucla and so we had to get back and play and try to get into the game and we didn't quite make it and i believe we lost the game by three points they went on to win the national championship and we played them the closest game to anybody in the tournament when you're getting a team ready to play a team like ucla i mean that ucla team was as dominant 
as big of a juggernaut as sports have ever seen, not just college basketball, but across the board. Ten national championships for John Wooden, and that was the last one. How do you get a team ready for that? How do you not let intimidation be a factor as you enter that game? Because that team had more height and had more players playing above the rim than anybody we'd played on our schedule. You know, we told our players that you just can't penetrate and think you're going to be able to take a shot at the rim because it's going to come back at you. And so you've got to penetrate and kick it out somewhere. And so at the start of the game, I think Tom Peck, uh, he thought on the fast break, he thought he had a lay-in. And he, he goes in there for a lay-in, and the ball comes back out, you know, like a like a rocket. You got blocked. And a couple more people took some penetration. We had to call timeout. And once we once we got them to understand that we had to play to our strength and not to UCLA strength, then we started doing better. And then uh, somehow Eric Hayes caught fire and he just he lit it up. I can't remember how many points he got, but I think he almost got thirty points if I can remember. You can look it up in your notes to see just how many points he scored. But Eric Hayes had a great game. Ken McKenzie, you know, he held his own inside, and uh, our other players played well, and and so we came very close to beating UCLA, who are the eventual NCAA champions. And so I think that we had one of the great teams uh, there at, at the university at that time as well. Grizz Great's The Coaching Tree podcast is brought to you in part by Blackfoot Communications. We know that we live in a day and age where security is as important as ever, and particularly online security, firewalls, data backups, and network security are all critical to the success of any business that you have. But we also know it's very complex, and your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions. From the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backups for businesses across the great state of Montana. Ensure your company network is online all the time, safe and secure with Blackfoot Communications. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com business. Of course, a couple of years later, Judd Heathcote would go on to coach at Michigan State and coach Irvin Magic Johnson to win a national championship there. But while you were together, what do you remember most about him, about coaching under him and what he was like both as a coach and as a person? He was a great basketball coach, had a great basketball mind. He was a good teacher, a very, very tough taskmaster. He was a phenomenal uh, practice coach. and. He, uh, he had great game plan going in, but once the game started, if anybody remembers Judd Heathcote, you know, he'd get into the game, the officials, and and so I'd have to sit there and, and tell him, well, we need to change defenses, we need to do this, we need to do that. And so, you know, we made a good team because of that, and uh, so that was a very special team. There you go, Jim Brandenburg. Grizz Greats, The Coaching Trees, the podcast series. Coach Brandenburg, uh, rest in peace. Dead yesterday at the age of 87. We pivot out of Grizz basketball and into our senior spotlight. It's presented by McElmurray Homes as well as Dazzler's Car Wash. And we're joined here in the studio. Again, actually you heard from yesterday from Saturday, but it was only a couple minutes. We wanted to recap uh, more of just his high school career rather than just the East-West Shrine game. 
It's Adam Jones, a, a recent graduate of Missoula Sentinel and headed to Montana State next week. I know it's a busy time of year, man. Thanks for coming in. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. We were talking after the Shrine game. You're like, well, man, I, if I'm going to come in, i got to come next week because I'm, I'm out uh, the following week. So you're leaving on Saturday. How you feeling going to Bozeman? Uh, yeah, no, it definitely came quicker than, than I thought for sure. I mean... Um, coming out of school and then going right in the Shrine game, you don't think much. I mean, it's not much. It's not much time off, right? When did no. you graduate? Like three weeks ago? Yeah. Month ago? Yeah, I had one week before the Shrine game. Oh, right. Okay, so it just now happened, and then you get the Shrine game, and then you yeah. get another week, and now all of a sudden you're going to be a college football player. Yeah, it was it was quick, but I mean, I wouldn't want it any other way. I don't really like to lay low because I get super antsy. So <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, let's start at the the, the most recent. Uh, I know we talked to you after the Shrine game, but. Um, it's always an interesting deal for, for guys that are high school seniors because on one hand, it's your last high school game. On the other hand, it's sort of like this bridge to college yeah. as well. So uh, has it sunk in? You're done playing high school football now? Um, Honestly, not really. Um, It was it was weird for sure, but at the East-West Shrine game, our entire team, it seemed like, was going to play college ball. Uh, th- I mean, Coach Mahillish said that on the show last week. It, made, it almost made my jaw drop. 41 guys on the roster, 40 of them going to play college football. So there was only one guy yeah, that it was his last yeah. game. So, I mean, being around all those dudes, it kind of seemed more of like a bridge into college football instead of an ending to high school football. So, I mean, that was kind of a positive note. And just being with those super competitive guys was fun. For sure. And it was cool seeing everybody kind of mingle after the game, too. And you're taking pictures with your former teammates, your yeah. future teammates, you know, uh, even those guys with both the East and the West in the Montana State picture because there's just so many of you guys yeah. going to the Cats. So what did you think of getting to know some of now your future teammates at Montana State? No, yeah, it was one of the best weeks of my life for sure. I mean, getting to not even just my teammates, all the small-town kids that I met mm-hmm. there and just getting to know everyone more, it was super fun. And then finally meeting the, the other uh, Bobcats from the East, like Greeby, he, I've never met him, or Charbonneau. Totally. Um, both those dudes I had never met before, so it was fun to kind of meet them by playing them for the first time, just so I could get a taste of what it's going to be like. But yeah, it was it was one of the best experiences I've had for sure. Adam Jones in studio with us, a recent graduate of Missoula Sentinel, headed to Montana State to play for the Bobcat football team. Our senior spotlight. Presented by Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's Car Wash is right next door to us here out on Radio Way. The best place to get your car wash uh, in the city of Missoula. If you don't believe me, we're going to hook you up. We got a $50 gift card to Dazzler's Car Wash. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. We'll go caller number two, 50 bucks to Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's Car Wash, proud supporter of high school athletics uh, around the state of Montana. So you're, you're going to Montana State to play football, but you spent so much time over the last several years playing everything. I mean, you were playing yeah. football, hockey, baseball. This year, when I texted you earlier, I figured you weren't doing track, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm doing track. we got to wait for a little while. So yeah. um, what what about football? I mean, you could have pursued sports at a variety of different sports yeah. at the college level. Why, why, what's so done about football? What do you like about your opportunity at Montana State? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely weird for sure, get growing older and having to kind of pick one or the other because – whatever sport I was playing, I'd be like, yeah, that's my favorite, you know, because I'm in it. And um, I don't know. I just think when it got down to it, um, football I've loved since I was a kid. I've played it my whole life. And then it kind of just came down to the opportunities that were presented to me and where I was wanted most. And, I mean, I definitely couldn't pass up the opportunity that was given to me. And I'm just super thankful that I got it. And I couldn't be more excited to go to MSU for football. I love what you just said when you are talking about – 
whatever sport you're is in season is your favorite sport, yeah. right? I felt that about it. I played all the sports too. Played football, basketball, baseball, and golf all in high school. Uh, the only one that was never my favorite sport was basketball, and that's just because I'm not good at basketball. But um, are you? So tell me about this spring, though. Did you miss baseball? Yeah, no, I, I miss baseball every day. I, I, yeah. th- I was thinking about that because. I mean, you love football. You're going to go play football at college. Some parts of football suck. There's times on a Tuesday in the middle of the season where you're like, man, I do not want to go to practice. It is cold. This is going to be brutal. Baseball is always fun. Baseball practice is fun. Baseball games are fun. So I was thinking about you probably did miss it dearly. Yeah, and I mean, with the Legion program, you know, you practice for a solid month and then you just go into games. Right. there's not much practicing in the middle of the season. No, so. You're playing four or five games a week. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what's the most fun about it. You you just get a ball with your teammates, and, um, yeah, I've missed it. I've missed pitching, being in that competitive environment. I mean, baseball is kind of unique in its own way. For sure. It's, not, it's probably not the most fun to watch. Um, but but when, it, when you're playing it, it's so fun. Yeah, I mean, when you're playing in it, it's, it's kind of a weird feeling. You don't really know how to explain it, but it's just... It's just super fun. I don't yeah. Well, when it comes to sort of your experience throughout uh, all these different sports, how do you think it's all helped you prepare for this this football chance? Yeah, I think, honestly, the biggest piece for me is just the relationships, through whether that's uh, like coaches or teammates. I've right. learned a ton. I've met a ton of people from different backgrounds. Um, just the knowledge I've gained from that and experiences that I've been through have definitely shaped you know, who I am and who I'm going to bring to the next level. So There's probably a lot of translatable uh, fundamental stuff, especially with your feet when it comes to hockey and, and playing yeah. running back, right? Does, do you think yeah. that helped you? Yeah, no, definitely. I think everything I've done and every little piece, there's something I can take and bring into football. For sure. Um, I mean, yeah, hockey, definitely have a lot of speed and power from that. It was, it was interesting because going into track after being a hockey player, I had right. some bad habits. Um you know, with that striding and running, I, I had no idea running had so much form and technique. I thought I would just go out there and run, but for sure, yeah, I was I was uh, surprised at how hard it was. Well, I was uh, I, I tracked your times though. Once you told me you were doing track, and it seemed like you got a lot better as the season yeah. went on. So, I mean, do you feel like you really did sort of revamp your running form? Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, Coach Reynolds and I mean all the Sentinel coaching they've yeah. worked a ton with me. I mean, I work with them during the winter. Um, right after football season, and it definitely took four or five months to totally kind of set it into place on how to run correctly because it's not easy. Well, coming out of track just a couple weeks ago, then did you feel different playing football? Yeah, no, I actually did. It was I th- weird. because I thought you looked great on Saturday, and yeah. I thought you looked a little bit different. It looked like you were high stepping a little more. Dude. Yeah, no, it's funny. Usually, I feel like the first two games of my football season, you know, it's kind of hard for me to get my feet under me a little totally. bit. Totally, yeah. But um, after coming from track, I felt like that bridge was a little easier for sure, and uh, I felt more confident, that's for sure. Adam Jones here in studio. It's our senior spotlight. It's presented in part by Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Homes. McElmurray Homes, the top custom home builder uh, in the state of Montana. They can give you the best deal, the best prices, plus uh, the best quality of construction. So check out uh, McElmurray Homes, first supporter of high school athletics uh, across the state of Montana. Uh, how would you sort of sum up your time then uh, there at Missoula Settle? I mean, uh, awesome opportunity for you. And you guys, I guess first, just tell me about some of your memories from this last couple of years, because this has been one of the great runs in Missoula Sentinel football history. Yeah, I mean, coming in uh, to Sentinel with some great athletes and great teams, um, 
I mean, I learned so much from dudes like Jace Klusiewicz. I mean, my brother yeah. was a senior when I was a freshman playing with Jackson Lee. I think just looking up to those older guys when I was uh, an underclassman is what kind of inspired me the most to play college football and take it to the next level. So, I mean, I'm just super thankful that I got to be around such talented people and talented coaches because uh, without that, I don't think I would have made it to the next level. Well, and now you get to go play with some some uh, some familiar faces. Talk yeah. to Zach Cruz for the first time yeah. in a little while after the Shrine game. And uh, I know J.J. Dolan's a good buddy of yours, yeah. too. You guys are coming in the same freshman class. So um, what's that part going to be like? That's probably pretty exciting. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely excited to get back with Zach. He's he's probably the most talented person I've ever been teammates with. For I mean, sure. Just a freak, whether it's playing ping pong, I don't know, anything. You can't find something that that kid's not good at. Um, so, I mean, being a running back next to him as a quarterback for a year is definitely where I learned the most um, and what it is to, like, push yourself and stuff like that. So I'm super thankful to get back with him. And then JJ, he's been my best friend, one of my best friends for as long as I can remember. I mean, our dads went to high school together at senior. <laughs> totally. So we were born to be friends. But, um, I mean, he's just... He's got that it factor, so I couldn't be more excited to play with him. Uh, it, it's always fascinating, too, to just track the in-state recruiting battle and how's it going and who's winning and all that <laughs> stuff. But I thought it was a pretty big statement for uh, Montana State in the Shrine game having uh, not only I think 10-something players that are going to MSU, but also some of the great standouts in the game. You know, yourself, you scored two touchdowns. Talon Marsh, who's the Gatorade Player of the Year uh, from Capitol, he... Uh, was a standout defensively despite fighting through a hamstring and just a lot of really talented guys. So um, how big of a factor was that in your recruiting, just knowing that uh, not only yourself but some of the best of the best in Montana is choosing Montana State? Yeah, no, it's – I mean, I don't want to, you know, talk bad about anything, or, but I'm just super fortunate MSU got a lot of the best players. I mean, yeah, that's what you want. And I was one of the early recruits, so I hadn't known who else was going to go with me there. But, I mean, I just trusted the coaches, and they told me that they're going to get the best dudes around, and that's what they did. So I couldn't be happier. And the fact, I mean, I think there's a lot of factors that go into it, right? There's the the education part, the uh, the athletic part. Uh, there's also the rivalry part, too, though. Does ha the Bobcats having some momentum in this rivalry, does that, do you think, influence guys' decisions? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I've talked to a bunch of people, even who aren't going there, just yeah. my friends, just the amount of people that have started to pick up on liking MSU, totally. especially in the town of Missoula, it's honestly kind of weird. Because um, when I was a kid, I didn't know anyone who liked the Bobcats. <laughs> right. And that's totally changed. And I think just, you know, like you said, the education, where MSU is headed, it's kind of, it's a big attraction to a lot of families and a lot of kids. So I think that's where MSU is winning right now, not only with sports, but education, uh, they got a lot of stuff going there. I mean, it's very apparent to see. It, it, this is not an opinion, it's a fact. I mean, Montana State's enrollment has... I mean, when I moved to Bozeman in 2010, the Cats were sitting there about 10,000 students. They got about 8,000 more than that now on the Montana State campus. You know, the, the stadium has expanded. The town is booming. And uh, the rivalry is a huge influence. Five out of six for Montana State against the Grizzlies. And, uh, oh, by the way, the reigning Big Sky Conference champion. So what do you think of that element? You're joining a championship team that's been uh, yeah. great in the playoffs the last several years, too. What have you thought of just kind of following this team these last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, it's been super weird, especially... You know, growing up as a Grizz fan, you never really like to talk about the Cats, but uh, when I started getting recruiting, following them more, it's just so much to like about them, whether like the coaching style, the culture, just talking to the players, they all love it. And I mean, when there's a great culture, the results show. Um, 
So, I mean, the deep playoff rounds definitely a big attraction to dudes like me. How about uh, just school-wise? Do you know what you're going to study? Yeah, I'm going into civil engineering. Oh, so. sweet. So, I mean, there's another poll, yeah, right? I mean, Montana State, in terms of civil and construction engineering, is one of the best schools in the United States of America when it comes to that sort of engineering. So, yeah. uh, I mean, you look at the football roster, there's a lot of engineering guys there. So, they're using that advantage to their to their advantage, I guess, yeah. too. Uh, what is now? ESPN Radio, our senior spotlight, Adam Jones, uh, in studio with us. Um are you nervous about anything going there next week? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of emotions. I'm, sure. The most is excitement, but there's definitely some nerves. I mean, change, just is a big change in everyone's lives. So yeah. That's going to induce some nerves. But I'm more excited just to be around a bunch of extremely talented guys. I know I'm going to be at the bottom again, but for guys like me, that's what you want. So you can get a lot better. But there's definitely some nerves, but more excitement, I'd say. Well, uh, last thing for you then, how would you just sum up the way that your time at Sentinel prepared you? What, what will you remember most about uh, your time with the Spartans? Yeah, I think Sentinel kind of just taught me that outcomes definitely aren't as important as the process. Oh, interesting. That's, That's a great I'm, one. I'm going to bring to MSU. I know it's not going to be easy the first couple of years for sure, but just trusting the process, trusting the coaches, um, the staff, everyone there. I mean, they have a good thing going, so... Whether there's a lot of ups and downs, but, um, I mean, I'm just excited just to put in the work and see where it takes me. Well, we're excited for you, man. Uh, congratulations on a great high school career, and uh, best of luck. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. We'll catch up with uh, Adam down the road, I'm sure, but uh, congratulations to him for being a part of our senior spotlight, highlighting some of the best individual athletes from around the state of Montana, both boys and girls. Layla Bauman, Billings West senior, will be our next uh, senior spotlight subject. She'll join us on Thursday, so I'll look forward to that. Thanks to Dazzler's Car Wash, as well as McElmurray Holmes for proudly presenting the um, the senior spotlight a couple times a week, every week here uh, during the summer on Nuanas Now. We have a couple gents from the Montana Skate Park Association coming in to join us next. Madness in the Mountains, which is a statewide fundraiser and skateboard challenge, it's getting underway tomorrow, and it's running all the way through September 4th. That's about all I know. We'll know way more right after this. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula.
we stumble upon the International Blues Festival ha- ha- happening there. It was the fourth and final day. It is free. <laughs> so I've been on a blues kick the last couple of weeks ever since uh, we got back from the Windy City. Welcome back to uh, Nuanas Now here on ESPN Radio, as well as SWX uh, Television and the ESPN MT app. Time now uh, to hear from a couple guys from the Montana Skate Park Association. Chris Bacon, Andy Chemis in studio with us. Guys, thanks for being here. How are you doing? Not bad. Thanks for having us. Uh, either one of you can go first. Just First of all, just tell people about the Montana Skate Park uh, Association. Cool. Yeah. So we have been going for quite a while now, helping get skate parks built across the state. Super cool. Uh, we've helped fund, I think, well over 25, 30 skate parks across the state and more to come. So super excited. And we started funding skate parks and building skate parks with the Mobash Skate Park here in Missoula. Nice. Yeah. So how long is it, how long has the skate park here in Missoula been around? It opened up in 06. Yeah. So I cuz I vaguely remember this. I I'm from Missoula. I graduated high school in 2005. But I remember this being a thing when my little brother was in high school. So oh, yeah. when it first was coming about and people were very uh, intrigued by this, but now it's sort of like a, a staple. I mean, it's right, right up by my house. I walk by there almost every night just to see, you know, the kids doing the tricks and everybody hanging out. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. Uh, it's kind of funny. My firstborn son, I got to take him home from the hospital the same day that Tony Hawk came oh wow and we had that huge grand opening yeah, so yeah. kind of had two babies that day uh well madison the mountains is the uh, upcoming event it starts tomorrow so andy tell people about that uh what you guys got going on there yeah we're really excited about this it's a two-part uh event that we're launching tomorrow uh which also happens to be national go skate day and it's going to run from june 21st through september 4th it's a two-part event one part is a fundraiser where anybody and everybody out there wants to get involved and uh, support skaters or support skateboarding and skate park construction in our state can get involved. They can raise money for us or they can donate to an individual skater or the event itself uh, just to raise some funds. Then the other part is a skate challenge scavenger hunt type situation. Cool. Where uh, we, we're, we've subscribed to an app that we're asking people to download. And once they're, they have that app downloaded and the experience, or they're connected to the Madness in the Mountains experience, at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, there's going to be about 100, 105, as of right now, missions that they have to go start accomplishing. And they have all summer to do it. And some of them are pretty straightforward, and some of them most definitely are not. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Adventures uh, in the outdoors via the skateboard. That sounds uh, pretty fun. So when it comes to the fundraising, uh, this is to go toward just sort of the construction of, of future skate parks, Correct. right? Correct, Yeah. Yeah, basically anything related to helping uh, a skate park project get off the ground in a community or up to actual funding dollars. That's kind of the gamut of how we uh, fund, you know, communities across Montana. Montana Skate Park Association putting on Madness in the Mountains. It begins tomorrow, runs through September 4th. Chris Bacon, Andy Chemis uh, in studio with us. Um... I mean, it seems to me it's pretty linear, but I'll let you guys uh, say it seems obvious that having uh, opportunities for free and affordable outdoor activities for kids is a great thing for any community to have. But I mean, why do you guys find this important and and how much can uh, sort of 
making skateboarding a part of your life sort of benefit lives. It's not just about the kids. It's about everything. But everybody, yeah. right? Everybody can benefit oh, from yeah. this. Absolutely. And kids of all ages, let's add that yeah. in there, too, because I still consider myself a Me kid. Too. Other people, I'm sure, wouldn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you're totally right. Like it's, it's more than just the, the act of rolling and dropping in. It's the, the creativity and the confidence and um, just figuring out who you are and your identity and, and how to just move your body and move your mind and like get involved with something that you can progress with at your own pace. There's no coach. There's no team. There's no time. There's no, I guess there are water bottles. If you want a water, there's no water boy. Put it that way. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's very, uh, it's very liberating and, People get to just, you know, find themselves in that. Yeah. And there's a lot of good life lessons in skating, too. That's kind of what Andy's touching on is, that, you know, you learn how to fall down and get back up and yeah. try again until you succeed. You know, it's just a very basic life lesson, but everyone's different. And, you know, for myself, I know that just really helped me, like, learn how to, like, keep trying, learn some patience, you know, things like that that are just good to have, you know, so... Everyone can, you know, can use a little help learning like some of those basic things. In no, life. no kidding. I mean, and, and you know, it could be a, it's a skill, it's a sport, it's a competition all at once. It could be your yeah. transportation if you need or want it to be it's artistic. It's a know. lifestyle. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, uh, very cool. Uh, Montana Skate Park Association. Um, how long has, has this been around? How long has the Montana Skate Park Association been around? We've been around for, I want to say, about 23 years That's now. amazing. Awesome. Yeah. 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 And we've funded, like Chris was saying earlier, about between 30 and 40 parks. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Somewhere, somewhere in there? 25, 30? Do you guys have any idea? And you don't have to, if you, if you can't answer this, that's really fine. But do you have any idea what would be like top prospects for next next parks? Like like places can, or cities or anything like that. We I don't know if we can speculate sure. much. There's a few things we have irons in the fire. Let's that's say good. that. That's so good. there's that's always good. irons in the fire, and we definitely have some stuff uh, to announce. Hopefully later this summer in that regard. MontanaSkatePark.org. That's where you can find all the information here about madness uh, in the mountains, and. Uh, so that's where all these missions for the scavenger hunt, they will also be posted here, montanaskatepark.org? If people go to montanaskatepark.org, that's where all of the information is. From there, you can uh, do a little bit of reading, and all the instructions or info and info are on there. Um, yeah, everything you need is right there. It'll, that's your home base. This is certainly a... Uh, more than worthy cause, but also uh, there's some prizes as well for the uh, the fundraising oh, part of this hey. thing. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and these are significant prizes. You guys have cash prizes of $1,000, $750, and $500 for first, second, and third. You're also going to get a, a trophy and some uh, Madness in the Mountains branded gear. So uh, that's all pretty good, too. And we should add in that that's $1,750 and $500 in each category. In, in each fundraiser category. fundraiser and in the scavenger wow. category. Wow, so we have so, thousands yeah. of dollars of prizes. Yeah, here. this right. is not just for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, super cool. Uh, before we get you out, anything else left to add about this that people need to know? I would like to add that we will be adding tons of new missions over the summer. This oh, is cool. a summer long yeah, yeah. event essentially. So there's going to be new stuff popping up regularly. There's a lot of events that are still in the works for skateboarding in the summer around Montana that are just events that would happen anyway. So we'll, we'll, we'll start to see a lot of other new things sort of like pop in there. So it's going to be really exciting to uh, keep your eye on that. Yeah, and once people have the app downloaded and they're connected to the experience, we can message them through the app. So we're going to kind of constantly light that fire yeah. from, from tomorrow, June 21st through September 4th. Go get the app. Go visit MontanaSkatePark.org 
and uh, give these guys some support. It's nothing but good for our communities here uh, around Montana. Chris Bacon, Andy Camus from the Montana Skate Park Association. Madness in the Mountains begins uh, tomorrow. Thanks for coming in, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank thanks you. for having us. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. How about a national champion in women's rodeo, specifically goat roping? That leads our Treasure State Stars. That's next. Some of the best individual performances from around the state of Montana. Don't change a dial. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. I would love if he came to Missoula. John Hyatt here for you on your Tuesday. A little Mississippi phone booth. Underrated jazz guy, certainly. You want us now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. So Tuesday, that means we have free Tagliari Deli for you. Tagliari Deli has two locations now here in Missoula. They have their original location there at the uh, right next to the roundabout, Beckwith and Higgins. And they also have a new location in the Sawmill District on Wyoming Street. Right there at the uh, first floor of the Cognizant Building. Order online for the best sandwiches in the entire state of Montana. And to just get it to pick up, boom, they'll have it right there for you in the cooler. It's easy. You you don't even have to do the cashier. You can pay right there online. So I go check out Tagliari Deli. And right now, if you want to try out Tag on us, on them, on both of us, we got a $25 gift card for you. All you got to do is call 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Caller number five. 25 bucks to Taglieri Deli here in Missoula. It's time now for our Treasure State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. How about a national champion from Montana? Pretty darn cool. Paige Rasmussen, the uh, star cowgirl there for the Montana State Women's Rodeo Team. She advanced all the way to the championship go at the College National Finals Rodeo in goat tying. And then she ripped off the best run of the week. Six seconds flat. Just enough to edge her uh, to her uh, first individual championship. She was also the all-round national champion in 2021. Uh, She also almost won the goat roping last year, but she lost it when her goat stood up. But this national championship, certainly it caps a legendary career there at Montana State. And uh, she's one of the best goat tires in the entire world. And uh, if she keeps on doing this, uh, she'll be able to make a lot of money, but she's also on her way to MIT uh, and has designs on going to medical school. So she's got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe uh, her way. And Paige Rasmussen uh, will join us here on Nuanas now on Thursday at 4 o'clock. So we'll, we will catch up with her across the board then, but a, a national championship for one of Montana State's beloved cowgirls. Thursday star number two, Brady Reed, Missoula Hellgate sophomore. He was recently named the Montana Boys Soccer Player uh, of the Year. We talked about him a little bit yesterday, and we are going to effort him, uh, but and more just sort of continue to tell his story because he is a um, sort of a unique prospect when it comes to the state of Montana and boys soccer. Uh, Andrew, I know I asked you about Brady Reed yesterday, but I uh, I don't have a question about him. I have a question about this. Why 
most Gatorade players of the year come out right after the, the high school season is over. Why does it take soccer forever to come out? It always comes out in the summer, even though soccer was over last October. I, I do not know. I don't either. It's so weird. Usually it's like right afterwards, but for whatever reason, it just takes a while to get to soccer. So we'll, I, I we'll wonder if out. it's uh, they just keep it the same from state to state. I know soccer's mm. a spring sport. Maybe that's exactly. I, 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 I bet you that's exactly what it is. Cross country is a spring sport in some states too, because the cross country one always comes out at a weird time too. Mm, there you in go, Montana. Okay, yeah. Wow, great detective work. We nailed it. Uh, Treasure State Star number three. Young man who just spent about 15 minutes in, in the studio with us earlier on in the show. And what a great interview it was. Adam Jones, he's a uh, Missoula Sentinel graduate. He's headed to Montana State on a football scholarship. Uh, just an all-around impressive young man. He had an opportunity to go play football at Columbia. He had an opportunity to go play baseball at Utah. Uh, and he's, uh, he's a pretty darn good hockey player as well. But he settled upon football at Montana State. And he gave a lot of very articulate reasons why. Uh, and that's coming off of the heels of scoring two touchdowns in the East-West Shrine game. So Adam Jones, a kid with a ton of upside. I think he's a phenomenal athlete, and uh, I think he has a chance to be a very good player there uh, at Montana State. If you missed that interview, you can find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, part uh, of our Senior Spotlight uh, interview series. Treasure State star number four. This guy actually popped as early on as anybody. Uh, Asher Fettis. Inside linebacker from Belgrade High School. Uh, he was the star, the standout of the East squad. Uh, the West dominated the East-West Shrine game. They won 45-13. to But Fettis was all over the place. He's going to be a very good player at um, at Montana Tech. I also thought it was impressive just the, the number of kids that Montana Tech is bringing in. The East-West Shrine game had 19 kids that were headed to Tech, including the overall MVP, Jarrett Wilson. As a quarterback from Polson, Jake Casagranda, who is one of the two quarterbacks for the East squad, he's also going to Tech. Um, Nick Michelotti, I thought, was a guy that popped out of Helena Capital who's going to Tech. There's a lot of Tech-bound um, studs in that East-West Shrine game. So uh, Kyle Sampson, his crew there at Montana Tech doing a great job, and I think Asher Fettis has a chance to be a very good Frontier Conference player uh, as well. Speaking of a Montana Tech-bound young man, Jarrett Wilson, the uh, overall MVP of the East-West Shrine game. He uh, he did it all. He, he ran. Uh, he threw it. Uh, he was uh, slick inside the pocket, outside the pocket, and a cap to a phenomenal high school career. Jarrett Wilson's a very memorable character for me because he sort of took, you know, it's tough being the coach's kid. It's even tougher being the coach's kid when then the coach retires and you got to play for somebody different, and then they build the entire offense around you, and your team's success is basically completely predicated on you making back shoulder throws and and running the air raid. And Jarrett Wilson did that uh, to unbelievable um, success at Polson High School. He was on our Treasure State Stars pretty much weekly because he was throwing for 375 yards a game, it seemed like, and uh, just lighting it up, just three, four, five, six touchdowns uh, every single week. So he's super, super impressive. Uh, during his high school time, and then he had a great senior year in basketball, and uh, he just kept it rolling uh, all the way then um, to becoming the overall MVP of the East-West Shrine game. Church State Star number six. Church State Star is presented by Parkside Credit Union. Church State Star number six. How about a pair of Bozeman High products? One who's going to be a senior, one who just graduated. 
Weston Brown, who was one of our senior spotlight subjects from earlier this uh, summer, and Nathan Neal, who's the senior to be there at Bozeman High, they each ran at the Nike Outdoor National Championship track meet over the weekend, and they went 1-2 in the two-mile. So the two best two-mile runners in the United States of America are both Bozeman High kids. How about that? Weston Brown went went 8 minutes 53 seconds to win, and Nathan Neal was about 7 tenths of a second behind that. So uh, really, really impressive for both of those uh, runners. And it's just pretty cool that uh, we have a couple of the top uh, high school distance runners in the entire United States of America uh, here uh, in uh, the state of Montana. Church State star number seven. How about all the folks that are running in the Missoula Marathon? The Missoula Marathon is back to its full form. It's been a sort of this, uh, there's been these like virtual or I guess remote races, or you, you could do the course, but it wasn't nearly like this thousands of people doing this thing together. Um, But this will be a huge week. It's all it's happening this weekend. It's happening on Sunday. And uh, it will be one of the most well-attended marathons in the region. I mean, there's a lot of different marathons that have great draws, but this is certainly uh, a very, very popular one for marathon runners from across the country. Coming to Montana in June is obviously a huge draw as well. Um, but there'll be thousands and thousands of people in town for this, either to run or to support runners or, uh, you know, whatever it might be. But the guy everybody's probably going to be chasing is Mark Messmer. Mark Messmer is a Sentinel High School and University of Montana graduate, and he's going to attempt to break the Missoula Marathon record uh, this upcoming year. He won the in-person marathons here in Missoula in 2018, 2019, and 2022. Uh, The current Missoula Marathon mark is the fastest mark uh, in state history. It's held by Matthew Adams of Seward, Alaska. He was a former Montana State Bobcat, and he ran two two hours, 20 minutes, and 27 seconds in 2014. Mark Mesmer won last year's race at two hours, 21 minutes, and 36 seconds. So last year, Mesmer was about a minute and nine seconds fa- uh, slower excuse me, than the record. So can Mesmer... Uh, shave off a minute and nine seconds. We'll see. He ran two hours, 17 minutes, and 27 seconds. So that would shatter uh, Adams's record by a full three minutes if he was able to do it. Uh, so make no mistake, uh, the pursuit of this record will certainly be something we feature coming out of the marathon. And uh, Mesmer is certainly somebody we're going to be featuring on this show upcoming. I don't know when, but when we can track him down, He's certainly one of the most impressive marathon runners uh, in the country. I mean, he ran the Boston Marathon this last year, uh, placed 31st, which definitely makes you one of the best marathon runners in the world. And uh, it's just cool that there's a guy from Missoula that sort of has become the king of the Missoula Marathon. So um, very cool, very much fun. We also had very much fun at the Shrine Game this last week. That's our last Treasure State Star presented by Parkside Credit Union is all the people that showed up and helped make the Shrine game possible. The Shriners, the Shriners Hospital, the fine people of Butte, Butte High School, uh, Naranchi Stadium, everybody that was working there, I'm sure they were all doing it on a volunteer basis, and it was a great night. We had a great time there in the Mining City, and it's just great being around all the guys. It's great feeling the energy of 
of these young people and uh, being inspired by them. I thought it was a very competitive game, even though the score was lopsided. I thought everybody played hard. And I thought it was a great event. I thought they did a great job putting it on. So thanks to everybody that helped facilitate and make possible the 76th annual East Rest Shrine Game. A shout-out to all of you that helped them raise uh, close to $70,000 to be donated to the Shriners Children's Hospital. All of that uh, for an incredibly great cause. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. Business angle for the second week in a row. We needed it. San Diego State, they are trying to resign from the Mountain West. What does it all mean? We shall discuss. Don't change the dial. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 